Oh, hello, 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 everybody. And uh, it is Q&A Thursday here at the Rag Company, or as we like to call it, Friday Eve. And with me, Lucas Blaine from Customer Service. Pleasure. Thank you for having me, Levi. Welcome, Lucas. Hope you guys like the uh, little teaser shot we got of him. I asked his dad for a photo of him because... His dad is Anthony Blaine here at the Rag Company, and uh, so I thought that was pretty funny. He's like, "What about a baby picture?" I said, "That's fine with me. Put it up." I'm a little bit older than that now. So you I don't look you like are that anymore. As you guys saw, uh, he is also uh, IDA certified and skills validated. So him and Aaron both. Mm-hmm. So for those of you guys that have answered or talked to the boys uh, in customer service last week, we had Aaron on, and uh, so this week I thought, why not have Lucas on? So Lucas, welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure. There we go. So the boys got back from Florida yesterday. Uh, they're home for the next two days, so uh, they will be back in the studio next week. Um, so we'll be able to do our podcast on Tuesday, and you guys will be able to hear all about their crazy, wacky adventures. But if you want to get a t- sneak peek, a little taste, if you will, then go to the Tavarish YouTube channel, Ask Tavarish, and there is a brand new video that dropped last night with the boys in it. Uh, you can see exactly what they were working on while they were over there. So super cool. Um, great video. Fun to see the boys there. Um, so excited to have them back. Uh, tomorrow we're going to be working on a, a couple little things here and there. And then Saturday, we actually have our local Porsche club coming in and we're doing a, uh, wash and talk. Basically, they're going to be here in the studio. We're going to be teaching them how to wash cars, uh, just do some normal light keep uh, upkeep on their vehicles. Uh, this time, though, we're going to show them how to do some light interior cleaning with any. Okay. Um, that way, folks can kind of get an idea and go, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. So we've added like a VLB brush and an any and some towels, some other little things that they can utilize and buy. And then we're going to take them all over to the brand new storefront, MVP Detail Supply, so they can see it, check it out, and uh, hopefully buy more stuff. That's what we want. So it'll be good. So we got an action-packed weekend here. <coughs> so I still have a bit of a cough. Um, so just bear with me, guys. Uh, inform, uh, basically, the, the housekeeping this week. We don't well, have a lot. I was about to say, we had the, the new PNS partners come in. We did have those guys stop by. We that did. was pretty crazy. So, so we had them fun. come in, say hello. Uh, Bob Phillips came with them. He did. Uh, they gave uh, gave everybody. A, we gave them a tour of the entire campus, uh, mostly so that they could see uh, exactly what we were all about. Um, because as the new owners of PNS, we are PNS's largest distributor worldwide. Exactly. So they were like, "We need to come by and take a look and see." Um, so that was pretty cool to have that. Yeah, it was. So. <laughs> so yeah, we. Um, we got to uh, see those guys. They stopped by, which was great. Gave us also a chance to clean the studio in anticipation of Saturday's event. Um, but we just finished the Valentine's Day sale. Yes, we did. And that went very well. If you guys did place orders, thank you. If there's any problems, just email support at theragcompany.com. Me and Aaron will get you taken care of. There you go. So the boys, uh, as you can see, we had that going. And there's the uh, Eagle Blanket uh, still there. And uh, you can still buy it. There's only a few left, so if you want it, you better buy it today. There you go. Uh, You don't get a... It's not on sale. It's not on sale. But you can uh, get it. I don't think it even was on sale when you bought it. I think you had to pay full price for it. I was about to say, it's it's standard retail price. It's still (laughs) random standard retail, but uh, that is a... That's what we call one of those... uh, That's an investment. Yes. 
because Eagle Blankets, the previous generation, five years ago when we launched them in the blue, they're selling on the interwebs for three times what they went for originally. So just saying, buy one. If you don't get one today, you'll have to get it on eBay for quadruple the price. So. Exactly. Basically. Your or, call. or try and, you know, pay, uh, you know, uh, Luke Berge. Oh, Luke he's, Berge. He's, a, he's got a couple of them himself. He does. So, he did buy a few. Um, all right. Well, let's get, this, uh, let's get this little party started now that we got that out of the way. Uh, I want to thank all you guys for for tuning in and hanging out. Dan Pfeiffer, it would not be a Q&A without him. Good afternoon. A word up from Minnesota, USA. <laughs> Winter has finally arrived uh, with six inches of snow. Happy Friday Eve, TRC crew. Already in Minnesota, only six inches. It's impressive. I thought there'd be plenty more. Um, and then Umberto with a first uh, hello, TRC team. Uh Person from Puerto Rico, obviously. And then we got Lars Picard from Colorlock popping in to say, Hola, hola, amigo. Hola. Como estas? That was me speaking German. Oh. Uh, and then uh, Hans Klosen. that was German. <laughs> Hans Klosen popping in saying, hello, happy microfiber lover's day. For those that you don't know, today is actually Love Your Detailer Day. It is. At the IDA. So uh, if you know any detailers like us. You know, it's a special little holiday. So thank you, Hans. And then uh, Alex Duar from up north saying, Happy Friday Eve. Hope everyone's doing well in a meeting. I'll have to catch this one later on. Hopefully you get back and get into it. See you later, Alex. (coughs) And then Hans popping back in to say, Thanks again, Levi, for helping out with my order. Lucas from Customer Support was very helpful and fast when I called in. And Josh Brodel was also a great help with taking care of my order. Hats off. Hey, we appreciate you, Hans. Thank you. And then Hans says, today I had a great day. Yesterday I got my new machine. Yes, it's the HLR15 battery-operated tool, the new Rupes. He got it. He got his hands on one already? So he went to a training where he got to play with it. He had already pre-ordered it. And when he got home from the training, it was sitting on his doorstep. In a box. Hey, Hans, we'll make a deal here. Since I got you taken care of, maybe we can return the favor. I don't go. know. <laughs> and then uh, Hans says, uh, uh, Levi would love that tool. Only downside is, it, downside is it came in a cardboard box. And for the price of that tool, I would have expected like a sustainer of a bag with it. But I still love it. So maybe like a nicer bag or box yeah. um, to hold it in. And then uh, Simon Birch in the house with a happy Friday Eve. And then Hans, uh, get your snacks and drinks ready, people. And then uh, Dave Detail with a good evening. Bruce's Garage with a, hey, a what's up, TRC crew? Welcome, Bruce. Appreciate it. And then, of course, Simon Birch saying, smash that like. Seriously, guys, we really appreciate that. Make sure you take some time and go do that. And then Neil White with a happy Friday Eve, Levi and Lucas. Happy Friday Eve. Thanks, Neil. And then uh, our buddy Nate Som saying, happy Friday Eve. What's up, dude? How are you? Dan Pfeiffer with a Levi. Did you purchase a brand, a new pressure washer yet? No, that is something that I've been working on. Dude, I'm still torn. What are you currently running? So right now I'm still running a Sunjo. Okay. It's a Sunjo that I use every weekend for the last four years. I put a pre-filter on it. So um, it captures and filters the water prior to going in from the garden hose, which I think has contributed to the, um, to the fact that it's lived as long as it has. And I haven't had any issues. 
was having that pre-filter on it. Gotcha. Because I have, um, so where I'm at in Southeast Boise, we have a lot of minerals to the point that I have to change out my shower heads. I have to change out my faucet covers and all that stuff because they get filled with sand. Right. So they get really, the flow goes away. So, um, and it's just in the city water on that end of town for some reason. So uh, keeping those granules of sand out of the tool, I think, really helped. But it's finally gotten to the point that it's about ready to die. And so I'm, I've been looking. I want to upgrade to, like, the next model up. But that little Sunjo has done so good for me. So I've been looking at the Active 2.0. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really pretty pressure washer. It's a good pressure washer. Yeah, it looks really nice. But then I'm also looking at like going even cheaper and going with like Anthony and going to the Cartridge Cube. Okay. It's only like 110 bucks for the Cartridge Cube, but it's a pretty rad little machine. And then uh, one of uh, the Anthony and I joked about having uh, sistered Cartridge Cubes together, two of them. Gotcha. To one, but I don't think I'm going to go that <coughs> crazy with it. Um, so probably not going to go that route so i'm not really sure but if you guys have any uh opinions um send them my way i don't i don't need to go crazy remember i already had the god of all pressure washers and what when would that be that was my landa hawk okay it's the size of your mazda 3 (laughs) and uh it was a diesel powered pressure washer it ran on diesel ran on electricity for the pump but it had a diesel fired generator to heat the hot water heat the water up nice so it would put out it could put out up to like 4500 psi and at my shop it was always consistently running about 1600 psi 1600 and i was to say the way i have mine spec'd out i think i'm running probably roughly 1000 psi mm-hmm. on my ryobi 1800 <laughs> yeah so i've had a wicked machine yeah. that and i mean it cost me 3500 bucks brand new um great tool but overkill. Right. And, uh, but great for what I had it for. But you were running it in the shop. Space. I was running in a shop and it, I needed that machine. Um, what I have at home is already like, it's already hit the level of what it needs to do. So technically I should move upwards, but I'm really impressed that that little tool has done so much. That little Sun Joe yeah. um, has done so much. It's been a great little machine. So no, Dan, I haven't, but I did buy a new vacuum cleaner. Um, so for those wondering, I pick up that, uh, rigid, I think it's like a three or four gallon vacuum. Uh, and it's like $69 at Home Depot and it's the best little vacuum because it's just enough. It provides tons of suction. Uh, it will vacuum many, many cars where you, before you have to clean it out. Um, it's just a great, great tool. Um, I really like it. And so I bought a new one. I haven't unboxed it yet because I want to pick up. Uh, there's that new product mm-hmm. from uh, Buff Bright, which is a bag cover. That's right. I did a see that. filter cover that you've put on. Josh Brodel was showing me that. So I'm going to go grab one of those. I need to get one from the store because um, we've got them for sale in the store uh, out here on location. They're not in our web store. Um, but they have them over at MVP. And so I want to get one of those and put it on before I fire the thing up. So I don't contaminate anything. I make right. keep it keep it clean. As Anthony says, keep it pure. <laughs> so, um, David Cervantes with a Levi. Oh, uh, what's up, guys? What's up, dude? 
And then Simon Birch with a, man, I'd love to get the Eagle 500 blanket, but man, that shipping is killing me to Europe. So Simon, just so you know, Hans, when he said we did that, Hans bought two of them. Saying. I was about to say, I believe, quote me if I'm wrong, but uh, I believe we sent a few blankets to one of our Europe distributors. That's So we did try to get a couple. I don't know if we did or not, but no, I know they it. wanted to buy. My fault. My apologies. I don't know. I don't know. That's not that's not me. I was about to say, I don't know either. <laughs> but I know that, that they asked for them. Gotcha. And so I told told uh, passed along to the guys that handle that and said, hey, Europe wants a couple. So um, whether they got that taken care of, I don't know. But you can also maybe see. Uh, Bruce's garage says he got his blanket. Very nice and warm. That thing runs hot. It does. You get very hot under that yeah. blanket quick. Uh, Simon Birch, just saying, red FDW. <laughs> Putting it out there. Hans with a, you guys need to get a gray FTW um, and then a teal FTW. It's also what he's saying. So uh, for those wondering, um, there is a gray FTW out there already. Is. You pick it up from Obsessed Garage. I don't know if he still has them anymore, he though. He might not have them anymore, he might but not. he did have gray but out FTWs. There. You could ask so, around. Uh, as to a teal FTW, hmm, we'll see. Chad Sensing says, let's go. Much love, guys. What's up, Chad? And then Dino from Austria saying, happy Friday Eve, TRC crew. How you doing? Hope you all had an amazing weekend. Thank you, Dino. Hope you're doing, doing well. Hope you're healthy and feeling good, man. Uh, and then uh, let's call him Jeffrey, the one who shall remain nameless. Happy Friday, Junior TRC family from the snowy south coast of Massachusetts, and welcome, Lucas. Thank you. So, dude, did you get a lot of uh, snow? My sister's in Medford, and uh, she got almost no snow. Oh, did she? Yeah. No snow? She got like half an inch, and she was like, it sucks, because everywhere else around them was slated to get like five to six inches or more, up to a foot, and she's like, she walked out, and she's like, oh. Nah. As an Idaho (laughs) girl, she was like... It was nothing. Yeah. Like, what the heck? But then the news was crazy all around them. Like, oh, my God, we all got hit. We got a decent winter this year. Yeah. Simon says, I just ordered some of those no-soak applicators. Is the difference huge compared to the pearl applicator in regards to coating usage? So, in difference to the orange pearl applicator, there is no difference other than the fact that the no-soak has the barrier. Yes. That means it's going to act like the pearl puck more than the orange pearl square applicator. So it is very similar to the pearl puck, but completely different than the orange pearl applicator because the orange pearl does not have that barrier. Exactly. Which means that your coating is going to get absorbed into into that foam. So... The new no-soaks prevent that, and it keeps it right on the, on the surface. So yeah. uh, much better in terms of uh, less product waste. Yeah, you'll go through a lot less product with the no-soaks. Yeah. That's, that's a fact. Hey, um, Ron from Customer Service saying, Lucas, I'm so darn proud of you. <laughs> and then uh, Dan Pfeiffer with the Active 2.0 is an excellent choice. Huge bang for the buck. And then uh, details of me saying... Went from the Ryobi 1800 to an Active 2.0. It was a game changer. I've been on the fence. And then ADG saying Active 2.0 for sure. And then uh, Aaron saying the Ryobi 1800 for 100 bucks at the Home Depot. 
Active 2.0 if you want to go fancy. Uh, Neil White says, I'm also debating about getting a new pressure washer, but my son Joe just won't quit. I've had it six years. Dude, I know. And that's the thing that, like, it's frustrating because I look at it and I go, well, I can just buy another one. Yeah. I just get another son Joe and I'll be fine. Like, it'll that's run. It, I don't have any problems. Um, and I won't have any issues like I did in the past. So I don't know, man. I'm still, still tied. My wife the other day was like, what are you doing? I said, I'm looking at pressure washers. <laughs> um, so Owen Samuels saying, thanks to TRC, I won dad of the year getting red Eagle blankets for my three college daughters. Heck dad yeah. Points. Yeah. Good work, Owen. Appreciate it. He sent photos, uh, of it as well this week. And then, uh, Neil White. That Ryobi eighteen hundred is a beast for a hundred bucks at Home Depot. Mine's been kicking for a few years now. Yeah, that's 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 a good thing. Like, yeah. That's what you want is a machine to stay working. Um, Simon Birch saying, "Hans, you're a maniac." And then uh, Simon Birch saying, "I'm looking at a coral fleece microfiber blanket, but I'd love it in the red from TRC." So a coral fleece is what our minx was made out of. Mm-hmm. So for those of you that are wondering, Simon Birch, so the old minx, the minx royale, was a coral fleece. And the uh, eagle blanket and eagle is a circular knit weave. Yes. And in case you guys were just wondering, this is even more fun. The wolf pack, the wolf towel, is a mixture of coral fleece weave and circular knit weave blended together. That's the wolf pack. So... Uh, Hans says, uh, that's not all I got coming. I think it will be two big boxes, also a big box coming from TRCEU. Look at you yeah, go, Hans. Hans. Hans spent some money. We call that a tax dollar baller. Hey, tax write-off. There you go. <laughs> and then uh, Simon Birch saying it's on the couch. Uh, I got a few items coming from TRC Europe, too. And then uh, Josh McKay says, Levi, my sister's also in Medford. Oh, there you go, man. Nice. And then uh, Simon Birch says, still waiting for my ultra black sponges, though, since June. Like, they're still not in stock because, Simon, we have a new sponge coming. We do. Do you know when that's coming out? Uh, Within the next, like, week and a half, two weeks. Okay. So uh, we already talked about it. We've announced it when we were at, uh, those of you that got to see it at Mobile Tech, we talked about it. The thing is the new USS, the ultra safe sponge. It's a charcoal gray. Mm Mm-hmm. And it is much softer than the uh, original UBS. It is. So the new USS, still able to do rinseless and still able to do soap washes, uh, but comes now in the blister pack. Does. Uh, rather than a plastic bag. And it's breathable, so you can so store it in there. Yep. You can reuse it in there and store it that way. So, uh, Simon, you might just wait. In about a month, you should be able to get uh, get a hold of the USS. You should. I so. will say, though, I believe we do have the Ultra Black sponges in stock, though. Mm-hmm. Just Simon's overseas. Oh, makes sense. So, uh, Simon, you should be able to get them. Uh, and then uh, he who shall remain nameless says, yeah, the Boston area is supposed to get a foot, and I think the storm moved more south. Cape Cod got more than Medford. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened, too. Uh, T-Bone Todd, hello, TRC team. What are the three glossiest products you've used being a topper? Well, T-Bone, the most gloss comes from uh, utilizing PNS's Dreammaker. That's that's the most gloss yeah. you can get. That's literally the entire <coughs> product. There's that's, nothing else all but gloss. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it does. Yeah. Um, second to that, I'd probably say uh, 
the gloss you could get from uh, Beadmaker or Diamond Quick Body. Okay. Provides a great, great gloss. I would have thrown Defender in there. Defender is the other one. Defender. Yeah, Defender is the other one. So I'd say those are your those are your three. So, um, but in reality, the, the coating you know, is going to be the glossiest. Well, product. but I mean, like even if you have a coating on there, you're right. It's going to be the glossiest. But then you still can bump it up yeah. by adding Dreammaker because for those of you wondering, Dreammaker is literally, literally, just gloss, gloss in a bottle, and all it is is Botox for your clear coat. <laughs> Straight up, it causes the clear coat to swell, yeah, and and get really tight. And what it does is it gets really really glossy for about twenty four to forty eight hours, and then it starts to dissipate. Still keeps it really shiny, yeah. but it's for those show days, like at a show, at a car show. Wipe it down with paint gloss, top it with, with Dream Maker, and you're good to go. And, yeah. the, and the car looks awesome and flawless. So that is always going to be the glossiest. Uh, and then Frost 732, uh, how does inspiration interact with Diamond Body 36? Just fine. Totally just fine. Uh, I always recommend that you wait at least about a month. Uh, uh, anywhere from two weeks to a month for whatever coating you put on hmm. before you put a topper on top of that that is from a different company other than the company stated. So, like, if you put a G-Technic coating on, you can run a G-Technic, you can run CTV3 hmm. right over the top of it. But I would hold off for at least a month before you try a different company's uh, topper spray. Yeah. Just, just to make sure everything's done and finished. Michael Kaufman saying, uh, AR three six or six thirty for me. I bought it over Black Friday. My son Joe as a backup. So my son Joe my son Joe might just be like it's not gonna be a backup, it's probably just gonna die. <laughs> They're just gonna like put it out of its misery. Um and then uh he who shall remain nameless, who even needs a pressure washer with absolute around? I have the AR three sixty though. There you go. That's not bad. Rinseless is right. honestly the single reason I haven't upgraded my pressure washer. Yeah, yet. I know. Me too. Maybe that's why mine's lasted so yeah, long. Right. I use mine for wheels. Yeah. Pretty much that's about it. <laughs> uh, Super Auto 2K saying uh, late, but here. Thank you. I'll appreciate you making it. Han says, uh, I still got some old Minx towels. <laughs> nice. And then Alex G says, question for Lucas. What's the question? And I have Aaron, an answer. Aaron Bauer saying, hey, Levi Lucas, what's y'all's favorite polish removal towels? Thanks. Depends on the polish for me, but the 365, the FTW. boy. There you go. Same. Uh, Simon Birch saying, pre-ordered a box back in June. A full case of those? That's, in, that's crazy, man. I didn't know you did that, Simon. <laughs> <coughs> did you get them from us or from someone else? From Clean and Shiny? Or TRC EU. So anyway. we, we don't really do pre-orders, so. Yeah. I'm curious. Uh, Mary saying, your class was great at MTE. Thank you, Mary. I didn't know you were in it. I uh, appreciate you telling me that. May, uh, Alex G. All right. The question for Lucas. Favorite go-to products for exterior cleaning, dressing, and tools? Exterior. So just in general, like a whole process for cleaning, I would say dirty paint. O&R, can't go wrong with any sort of rinseless wash. Dressings, I like Gumi. I'm a big fan of Gumi. I know a lot of people, you yeah. know, don't like the hand applied. People like, uh, you know, Shine All just for the ease of application. 
for me, I like Gumi. I like that you can kind of play with, you know, how much gloss, how, how matte the finish is. So that's probably my favorite. Tools, I would say rinseless. Rinseless, you can never go wrong with the UBS sponge. Um, wheel brushes. Um, I don't know. For wheel brushes, it kind of depends. Like, I have a few different barrel brushes that uh, we don't carry, but I do know that we have, uh, I've been playing with a ultra, a uh, high quality brush, so That's to speak, right. for yeah, wheels. The new, the new ultra <laughs> wheel and body. Yeah. So. You guys haven't, haven't uh, got a chance to get that yet. It's coming. Exactly. But if you're an MTE, you got to see it and play with it. I'd say barrel it. brush, ultra wheel mitt, O&R, Gumi, and an applicator. Yeah, that's good. Can't I go like wrong. That. I like that. It's a good list. Uh, Simon Birch says, uh, do you know if the USS is on its way to Europe? Uh, it is coming to the U.S. first, and then Patrick will put in an order, and then it will go from there. Um, Patrick has been offered, because he is a master distributor, uh, he's able to order direct from the factory, but for this initial order, we're trying to get everything in first here and then shipping it to all of our distributors and all that stuff. So um, he should have some coming. Uh, and it'll be a, a much better price point, hopefully. Uh, Josh McKay, what is your process for cleaning door jams where the hinges are? Are there special tools? So how do you clean door jams? Me? The hinges. Ah, uh, kind of depends. So it depends on how thrashed they are, first of all, because sometimes you get really neglected door jams, sometimes mm -hmm. not so bad. Uh, a lot of the times, like let's say if it's a really heavily contaminated car and I do have to use a pressure washer, a lot of the times the pressure washer itself will rinse out most of the gunk in the door jams. Yeah. So I can typically just follow up. I have some old Drago towels that I have or some ripping rags, and then I'll just take O&R, kind of soak it in O&R, wring it out, wipe it, take another one, follow it up, call it good. Perfect. That's what I like to hear. That's exactly what I do. So um, I'll use like an APC, hmm. spray it on the hinges, uh, and then pressure wash yeah. that area. If I don't have my pressure washer, it's too cold, or I need to clean that, I get my IK sprayer, put hot O&R in it, and then I'll spray that, and I'll get my gun out, and I'll blast at the same time. Mm. So I kind of try and create that, or you pick up the new uh, Ultra Blaster Plus, do the same thing, but just water, just exactly. hot water. And you can do the exact same thing. You can literally blow out and clean um, all those jams. That's actually what I did on that Hyundai we were working on. Oh, nice. Uh, to clean the jams on it because Anthony didn't really do a very good job. <laughs> so I had to get in there that's with okay. that and blast that out. So, um, And then usually what I'll do on a car that's really dirty, I'll spray actually dressing. Okay. Interior dressing in there, in those hinges and around the jam. And then I'll let it sit. And sometimes it'll leak out along the bottom. You just wipe it up. But then if you let that sit on paint, you come back and you can wipe all that with a dry towel. And it, keep, it makes everything still really shiny and protected. But it just looks that much better. But all the rubbers are look good because they got dressing on them. Right. So something you can do. Uh, Josh McKay with uh, the GMC Terrain Hatch Hinge area stays dirty. Yeah, that's always a... That's always a hard part. Uh, that's why I would say, like, utilizing the Blaster Plus. Yeah. A great tool to be able to get into those areas. Uh, Simon Birch saying, Hans, just saying, I got some of those super collector item twists and shouts, if you want to trade. And then uh, Chad Sensing saying, what you know about me? What you what you know? They say my paint gloss is cool. My paint gloss be popping. <laughs> there you go. And then Simon says, I'm a reseller, by the way, through TRC Europe. So, yeah, Simon... Uh, 
Yeah, if you were reselling and you were buying those UBSs, Patrick was probably just out of stock or hadn't yeah. restocked. Um, the USS is on its way. So um, in the sense that it'll be there, hopefully you should know. Patrick may have be able to tell you exactly. I'd reach out to him. Uh, Riggs saying, what's up, peeps? Uh, joining late, but glad I'm here. Welcome, Riggs. Good Welcome. to see you, man. And then uh, Jeff C. with a... I'm doing some side-by-side testing of my Diamond Quick Body and Defender on my wife's car. Was surprised how easy Defender was to use. Diamond Quick Body took a lot more effort to level and wipe off. Any pointers for Diamond Quick Body? No, you're pretty much right on the money. Defender's very easy to use. Yeah. Diamond Quick Body does need a little more finesse, but yeah, it's it does. I'd say, in my opinion, Defender's probably the easiest spray sealant to use that we yeah. sell. Yep. My opinion. Uh, Dan Pfeiffer asking, what is the USS? Dan, that is the new sponge, the ultra safe sponge. It's in the same shape as the ultra black sponge, but it's a charcoal gray. It's softer than the uh, than the ultra black sponge, uh, and it comes in the blister pack now, yes. uh, like the rest of the ultra products. So you'll be able to store the sponge in that because it's got a drain hole and all that stuff. So it'll be pretty, pretty sweet. Uh, and then, uh, Han saying ultra safe sponge, AKA the new UBS. Yeah. The USS I showed, uh, when I was video chatting with Hans, I showed it. Oh, nice. Gave him a little sneak peek. Yeah. So, and then my lovely bride popping in here saying, (laughs) uh, what was that sandalwood scented product you were using on the land cruiser the other day? It smelled so good. She came out she's like, Oh my gosh, it smells amazing out here. Active foam. I was using active foam. Yep. So, uh, I had active foam that I was spraying. Uh, yeah, Carly was like, this smells great. It smells good every time. I need to bring a bottle, Carly, I need to get a bottle of GFX and bring it home. She hasn't smelled that. Oh. <clears throat> I think you might like that one. Uh, and then uh, <clears throat> he who shall remain nameless says, I have a car that I'm going to sell, so I'm going to use it to try polishing on it for the first time. However, it is places where the clear has failed, especially on the leading edge of the hood, and it looks like rock chips. Any pointers for going over these areas? And will the edges of the clear tear up the pads? Uh, have you done a lot of work on burned up clear? Uh, I Actually, one of my, ironically enough, one of my good buddies, we polished up his uh, Subaru WRX. And yeah. it was a previous owner. It was a self-paint job. Mm, mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the rear, or sorry, the hood, or the rear, the trunk, had some clear coat failure. So basically, the biggest tip that I would give is it's it's not gonna. I don't think the clear coat's gonna tear up your pad necessarily. I would just be extremely careful. Go super light around those areas. You know, don't go excessive speed. Don't go excessive pressure. I would use a really light polish. Yeah. To just try and brighten up the color more than try an actual remove clear coat because there is no clear coat. Yeah, so. I usually tell people if you can get a razor blade, hone it. Yeah, you can do that too. So you round the edges of the razor blade, uh, and then um, hone it on glass. So. So get some sandpaper, round the edges so you don't have the, the pointy edges on it, and then uh, scrape it on glass with a little, little liquid like bead maker or mm-hmm. something. Just just rub it back and forth so it kind of doesn't quite dull it, but it but it gets it so that it gets any excess uh, roughness off the blade. And then uh, use that and try and scrape as gently as you possibly can. Scrape some of those edges. Cut okay. that that old clear so that it's not sticking up. And if you cut those edges off, then you can polish and blend it together and kind blend of. it together a little better without catching those. 
because if you catch those lifted parts, you can pull bigger chunks. Same thing when you go to wash. Yeah. You might get bigger chunks. So if you can scrape some of that and get around it, it works pretty good. So, um, and then, uh, let's see here. Well, let's go back. We're starting to get a lot of great, uh, great posts here. Let's see what page I'm on here. All right. Hans saying, Mama Gates in the house. And then, uh, uh, go Riggs saying, Levi, what are we shopping for? Uh, I need a new pressure washer. So, <laughs> um, it, mine was working fine. It's not working fine. It's working. It takes a little while to warm up and it's leaking out from underneath it. So it's time. I've used it for four years, almost five years now, and it's just running great. So I just got to figure out about getting another pressure washer. And then uh, Josh says, thanks, guys. I was thinking of that. Ultra Air Blaster Plus. And Riggs920 says, Levi, we are shopping for a new camper. Unfortunately, we aren't finding a deal that you did. Any pointers? Mama wants a fifth wheel. Ooh. So, uh, Riggs, if you haven't yet, check out Bish's RV. They're a national chain. And they've got um, they've got the new uh, the Wayfinder. It's, a, it's Bish's own version it's made on the jaco assembly line um and the price on those is really great i think it's the wayfinder i almost bought one of those it was right down to the point that like the the avenger that we got the forest river avenger um when we were looking at that in the 30 foot length there was i was looking at those wayfinders brand new same floor plan everything for like a grand more brand new you know, but they were like, Hey, it's six weeks out of production. Ah. So you could order it, but it's going to be six weeks. And I was like, well, that put us into November. We'll miss the camping season. And the one I got was a 22 brand new, but a 22 model. Okay. And so, uh, but it was the same price as a brand new wayfinder. Uh, I think that's what it's called, but it's a Bish's RV. Bish's has, uh, that they've started making and manufacturing their very own, trailers and they are gorgeous they're absolutely stunning i would in a heartbeat buy another one of those like if i needed to buy one i'd buy one of those um they're beautiful beautiful machines um so they make a fifth wheel version and it's a pretty dang good price uh off the lot like at like from the factory so take a look at that rigs and there's bish's rvs all over the u.s so um and then my wife saying hey hans uh and then everybody's saying hello. And then uh, Riggs saying, hey, Umberto, hope things are going good for you. And uh, Michael Kaufman saying, more info about that new brush, please, and thank you. So, uh, Michael, that is a brush that Anthony uh, and I developed uh, for probably the last, like, two years we've been working on. It was basically, how do we make a body brush that's super soft? that you can use in all types of different surfaces, same way we use our green body brush, but how do we replace that? Yeah. How do we make it better? How do we make it the way we want? And uh, so we just decided to do it ourselves and see if we can make it happen. And I will tell you, um, the bristles are phenomenal. Super, super soft. Uh, Same bristles that we used for the ultra uh, body brush or the ultra utility brush. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, but we made them even softer. I was about to say, they're a little bit softer and even the yeah. utility brush. And uh, we crisscrossed the bristles on the brush. So every row of bristles is a different angle. So it stays stiff yeah. on the surface, but it has a lot of give. Because we noticed when we ran them straight out, they would flop. So the brush, if you set it down, it would flop. And if it was wet, it would flop. Okay. And so you couldn't really scrub because the bristles would just kind of do be a flat hand where... Once we did it, we were able to get them to actually like contour and gotcha. and do all that stuff, but without scratching and harming the surface. So um, there was a lot. We went through a number of iterations for that, but it is uh, it is in route and should be uh, debuted by the end of the month. So heck yeah, uh, very cool. And then uh, let's see, we're on page one already. Look at that. Holy cow, Chad Sensing with $10 Super Chat. Let's go, Chad. Saying, lol, I was curious if you would sing it. Love it. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, and then everybody saying hello to Umberto and T-Bone and Neil. Everybody saying hey. Uh, and then Umberto again saying happy Detailers Day. Yep. And then uh, Hans saying to... to uh, he who shall remain nameless, maybe sand down the edges and polish, and after that, clean the pad really good before doing the rest of the car. That's another thing you can do. Um, the worry that I get when getting into sanding is sometimes that color coat comes off very easy. Yeah, and then you're down to base coat, and then now you have a bigger problem on your yeah. hands. Yeah, <laughs> so um, that's why I go with the razor blade uh, and just get those edges knocked down as best you can. Um, and then Owen Samuel saying, uh, any wisdom using O&R, Versus the new absolute for rinseless, better or differences? Uh, so, Lucas, you tell me. Everybody's heard from me many so, times. So I'm gonna be honest. I can't really speak too much to the exact difference of absolute and O and R, just because I've always used O and R. I'm more of an O and R guy. I've used absolute a few times. Me personally, it's just I, I prefer the consistency a little bit more of O and R, and just I like the smell a little bit better. So that okay. could just be a personal preference thing. That's all it needs but, to be. Yeah, I use both intermittently. Yeah, just randomly. It doesn't matter. It just depends on what mood I'm in, uh, which scent I want. Exactly. Um, and I will say that uh, being part of the development team for Absolute, uh, that was kind of the goal, was I wanted it to be almost no different than O&R in yeah. terms of your usage. Now, Absolute makes is a little different. So for those wondering, you do need to shake up Absolute. You want to rock it. Don't shake it. Yeah, rock well, I shake it. It's not out of it. You can <laughs> rock it. Um, I shake it because it does kind of foam up a bit. Um, or suds up, I should say. Yeah. It bubbles up. Uh, but uh, I shake it to make sure I mix everything really well um, because it does have a tendency to kind of separate a bit because there's there are active polymers that are moving back and forth. Right. <clears throat> and that's so, not to say I don't like Absolute. I just haven't used it a whole lot. Like I have, I'm almost gone through a version four of ONR. I haven't yeah. even tried version five ONR. As soon as I'm done with that ONR, I'm going to use my bottle of Absolute yeah. and then I might go. feel differently. So, no. But I, I will say if you're going to use Absolute, you got to shake it a little bit. Then, uh, then when you pour it into the water, same thing. You want to make sure you stir it up. You do the same thing with O&R. Um, is I'll do, I'll do that. I shake up my O&R. And I, I shake it too. Fill it and pour it. And it's all that sits the same. The difference is the O&R 
just looks different. It's just a different viscosity. Yeah. Um, where absolute looks a little more milky, yeah. um, than, than the way O and R does. So, but, uh, they both wash the same. They both clean the same. They both work the same. Um, they still have all the same uses. So, exactly. uh, yeah, you can't go really, wrong with either one. Yeah. They're both great. Um, Hans asking how many people work at TRC currently here at the HQ 60. I want to say we're almost to 60 now, maybe right under, I'm not too sure to be honest. We're but right out of over 50. I know that Yeah, we're over 50, but oh, I'd just say 60. Yeah. We it's might be easy, easy number. Hans. I like that. So, um, which is pretty crazy. And then Umberto saying to Aaron from customer service, what's up? Uh, Aaron Bauer saying active 2.3 coming out soon at 650 bucks. Yeah, that's too much for me. That's, that's, uh, 650 is kind of my limit for a home. I mean, I'm, I'm, my limit honestly is $300 and even Fair. at $300, I can't stomach the active. At Apparently the 2.3 though, it's, you know, if it's Krenzla quality, you know, same longevity and all that. I could justify 650 for it. Would I personally buy it? I don't know, just because I don't use a pressure washer that much. See, I use mine but. a lot. So, I still, I'm cheap, man. I don't, <laughs> I want to be able to go, man, this only cost me this and this, and I can do all this stuff. Fair enough. You know, and so, um, I just, I mean, I don't, I don't think I could do that. Maybe if they want to send me one, <laughs> then I'll do it. Uh, Michael Kaufman with a, uh, asking if it's rebuildable. I don't know. Uh, Jeff C with, uh, will the USS be able to live in a bucket of clean rinseless like the BRS and UBS? Yes, it will. But the beauty of the blister pack is you can leave, you can pull it out and dry it out. You don't have to leave it in the bucket. Personal preference. Yep. Uh, and then he shall remain nameless as, Oh, that GFX smell. I washed the Subaru and I'm sell that I'm selling with and mine with GFX this past Saturday. Even after rinsing the baskets and tools on Sunday, my garage smelled like Christmas. That smell sticks around, Levi. That's pretty it's rad. Great. <laughs> I'm going to have to do that. I think I might have to. I've got a car at my house right now to work on for the weekend. So maybe I'll grab a bottle. And, you have to. And, I'm uh, telling you, Levi. Just, so worth just it. for fun. Uh, Carly, I think you'd really get a kick out of that. Uh, and then T Bone. Saying that new Active 2.3 is coming out soon. I believe a bigger pump and much quieter. Uh, that wouldn't be too bad. But again, like I said, I'm, I'm, man, I'm just not, I just don't know. We'll have to see. I'm still on the fence, guys. Chad Sensing saying my Active First Gen was only supposed to be a backup to my gas pressure washer, but I've been using it almost every day for the past few months since my gas died and can't believe it. Everyone that has an Active loves it, man. I'm telling you. Uh, Jeff says, Levi, you said last week you were going to try Gumi and the Ultra Spray Applicator. Did you get a chance to try that yet? No. So, I, uh, so Jeff, I, was, I fully said that, and I was going to do that, right? <laughs> so, Lucas, here's the problem. What happened? Break it down, Levi. So, uh, G-Technic sent me uh, one of the new uh, water-based emulsified tire dressings okay and they said we need you to put it in a sprayer and so that's what i did how'd you like it it's good it's good it smells nice okay uh and that doesn't smell nice it got no scent like it was a like no chemical scent i know what you mean good for water base uh sprayed it didn't fog up my shop didn't or garage didn't do any of that stuff i mixed it one-to-one -one with water uh worked really well 
Um, so I used that. I had to because they were kind of being like, hey, I need you to get this done. So I did it. It's good stuff. Um, so uh, I do still need to do that. The Gumi test. Sorry, Jeff. Uh, so I've and, and I'm not using it in the ultra spray applicator. I'm using it in the old OptiGun. Okay. That I'm using. That's big. That's the uh, undercoating gun that Optimum used to sell that you can pick up at uh, Rugged Restore. Okay. Right now. I was gonna say I don't think I've seen. We that. have it at the store too. We have it at the store. It's oh, Italian made air gun, and it's literally just it'll hold a whole like I can take this bottle and hook it on and <laughs> screw it on. Like it'll hold a big bottle of product. Um, and it'll hold like an IK bottle. It'll hold all kinds of stuff. Um, but that's what I was using. And uh, I've had that gun in my collection for, I, man, it's, that's a, probably a seven-year-old gun that oh, I've been nice. using still. And it is an HVLP. But that is the reason we created the Ultra Spray Applicator was because I wanted something smaller, easier, more compact for folks rather than that big gun right. and utilizing it. So like um, it. that was the gun I used in my shop. So, um Kevin, uh, or he who shall remain nameless, says, wow, my voice to text messed that one up. And then Umberto, yes, just like James Bond, stirred, not shaken. That's right. <laughs> uh, and then Johnny Cage, ATRC team, is there a notable, noticeable difference in adding O&R in the steam machine versus just water? Uh, so, yes, but on a microscopic level. Uh, it's going to keep your steamer running better. So... Use distilled water with a little bit of O&R. Uh, it actively keeps it clean. Uh, helps prevent the lime scale buildup from the boiler. Okay. Um, but it also works really well at uh, kind of supercharging cleaning capabilities in a weird way. Okay. I can't uh, attest to it. I've never put O&R in my steamer. It's pretty rad. Um, okay. I always do it now. That's my thing. So usually what I do is I'll get a gallon of distilled water and I'll just pour a cap of uh, O&R in there put the cap back on and then I shake that up and then that's what I fill my steamer with. Okay. <clears throat> um, and that way I have a premix. I don't have to worry about putting too much in. Um, but yeah, that's, I think it's, yeah, I think it's a really good thing to do. It's all practice. It. It's also great for, if you got to wash with steam, uh, it's great to be able to spray O and R on the surface, then come at it with the steam with O and R in it. Okay. Kind of helps clean a little easier if you've ever tried one of those um and then uh umberto with the active with the price of a krenzler and uh then he says that's why i do rinseless and then kirby thompson saying afternoon levi and lucas there's a it's a cloudy day here in houston it's a cloudy day here in boise as well it was pouring pretty good i was about to say it was raining when i was yeah. coming over here <laughs> yeah it was raining pretty hard uh it kind of cleared up when i went to grab lunch it started to, it, it stopped raining it was raining on my way to get food, and then when I got to grab food, it had stopped, and the clouds were starting to come out. Okay. wasn't too bad. Or the sun was coming out, so not too bad. Uh, and then Umberto with a uh, little question there from Kirby Thompson. But we need some more questions, guys. We've hit the top of there. Guys. Um, but I was going to say the, the hardest thing with that, with the pressure washer system, is uh, just trying to figure out exactly what is right for you. Right. You know? Uh, Anthony's used that Karcher Cube. He's on his second one, but he's has Karcher Cube as long as I have, but he doesn't wash as much as I do. Right. So um, me with that Sunjo, like I'm really impressed with that quality and that use. 
And how often are you detailing? Every weekend, just about, too? Yeah. Just, well, I mean, right now I'm on a little well, bit yeah, of a hiatus. For those that don't know, I had knee surgery a few weeks ago, so I'm a little – I'm down for the count. But yeah. typically, yeah, I try to You're every book weekend it out too. for Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but that 1800 has been working good. Yeah. I know, uh, there's a couple people here that also have that, the right OB 1800, and they really like it too. Yeah. So yeah, just a few minor upgrades and I mean, shoot, that thing's been treating me great. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, for me, I'd like to get a longer hose. Yeah. Um, I just put in a utility sink in the garage Okay. and, uh, added an outside spigot, uh, right outside of the garage. So now I can, I don't have to go around to the front, run the hose hook it up to the pressure well. I can run a hose straight there. Nice. <clears throat> so getting some good quick disconnects is the next thing I want to do for just that spot so I don't have to keep worrying so much. Yeah, um, I think right now, yeah, so I was about to say, I have full quick disconnects on my Ryobi, and I have a 75-foot outlet hose, so I usually try to position, especially because I do a lot of mobile still too. Yeah. So I try to position my pressure washer by the side of the house so I don't even have to listen to the pressure washer, and the 75-foot hose does just fine. It's plenty of plenty of that's hose. good well, that's good yeah. <coughs> um t-bone todd says i just bought the 1500 can't wait to use it nothing but great reviews good awesome. todd yeah the 1500 is uh, awesome my dad just bought one and uh he has uh he has done uh he uses it for his rv Oh, yeah. I was about to say, you can clean up an entire RV with one of those. He has one of our old mop handles. Okay. And so he literally just wraps the, puts the towel over that, and he's up there (laughs) dry on the side of his RV with that. That's awesome. Getting it done. But yeah, the the 1500 I like because I can wash, uh, usually I can wash all three of my cars on the same day. Right. And use that one towel. I was about to say, I've personally, I've dried... My Mazda, my buddy Subaru, and his dad's F three fifty. Yeah, with the fifteen hundred. Yeah, granted, towards the end, like maybe you know, with the F three fifty and factor, yeah, in, a little wet, a little still. wet towards the end, but it did the job. Yeah, it's still dry. I swear. Um, <laughs> uh, and then uh, Alex G, uh, are we gonna have a Lucas TRC hiring origin story? <laughs> I don't really know. Well, a good so origin story. <laughs> here's my origin story for you. Okay. Okay. Your dad came to work. He did. Right? He got a job here. He's the one that does all of our uh, pre-produced content, so to speak. So mm-hmm. he's behind Ghost Dusters and One-Eyed Jack and and uh, the some of our Christmas commercials and things that the... Everything that we've done where we've seen more scripted, that's all because of your dad. Um, he's also leveled us up camera-wise. Like, just... it. It's amazing to have him on staff now. So I remember you were working at UPS. I was. And he would go, hey, look what my son found. Because you would get the UPS trailer would show up and you guys would have to unload that. We would. And get it ready. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm in all, look at all these rag company boxes. <laughs> um, and then you got hired on here. I did. As and a, I started in warehouse. You started And I even got to load the trucks that I was yeah. unloading. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of funny. That was yeah. kind of fun for me. So you but, were doing that. And then yeah. we got you moved into customer service because of the fact Lucas started detailing cars. You did started doing that on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, and once he started getting an idea of everything, then it was like, oh, well, that would be a good person to put into customer service to help. I think I started in customer service around, I want to say May of 2023. So yeah. almost, yeah. almost, almost a year. Almost a year. There we go. So there you go, Alex. Hope you got that. There. <laughs> uh, Simon Birch uh, to T-Bone. Judd, you won't be disappointed. I have up until Monday only ever used the liquidator in Gauntlet, and man, that 1500 is nice. 
And then uh, Simon asking, how many worked at TRC when Levi joined the team? How many did work here? There was nine of us. So I'm part of the, what we call the Redwood Originals. <laughs> it's a, a phrase coined by John Green because at the time he was watching a lot of Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Um, and so uh, there, was, there was nine of us <clears throat> of the original, like, nine that were from the old building off Garden City, out in Garden City. And I had been working for the company part-time remotely for, like, Eight months before I started full time with the company here. Okay. Um, but I've been making the videos for like the year before, working part time for eight months. So I had worked for the company for almost like eight, like sixteen months, eighteen months prior to coming on full time. Okay. The company. So that was why I was kind of still in as I was on the payroll. Um, but it was uh, there was only. There's almost nobody left of that nine. So me, Dane, and Anthony. Mm-hmm. But even Anthony came after me. He's a 10. He's the 10. Basically. Uh, but it was me, Dane, and Anthony, uh, John Green, Jeff and Carolyn. And that's it. That's, that's all that's left? That's all that's left of our original nine. Uh, uh, Rebecca, who used to work customer service, she was part of that. Gotcha. Um, and then uh, we had... Oh, there was someone in in the warehouse, but they they recently left too. But it was, but it, but point is like it. This is a whole. Our our originals are gone. Gotcha. There's you know seven of us, and or six of us left, and uh, so pretty wild. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. To have almost sixty of us now, it's pretty insane. No, it's how many years ago? Seven years. You ago. came on. See how that much growth in seven years is. Yeah. Pretty wild. It would have been as I came on two thousand seventeen. Yeah, January of of twenty seventeen was when we moved into that building. Even the two years that I've been here has been crazy oh, amount huge. of growth. We've got huge. what three new warehouses just yeah. since I've been on board. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's it's amazing how fast we've grown. So, uh, Umberto, something commonly known is active VE five and two point people complaining on service and replacement. I hope they can do better with the two point three dent. So that's what I've heard. I've been reading a lot of the reviews. Uh, so. And then Alex asking Lucas, what do you like most about detailing? I don't know. I, that, that's hard to say. Just I just enjoy detailing. It's just one of those things. I've always been a big car guy. And, you know, towards the end of high school, I was trying to figure out, you know, what I wanted to do, what avenue I wanted to go down. And, you know, for this, that, or the other reason I came on, I came upon the fact that I maybe wanted to start doing detailing because I've always been into cars and I've always been a hobbyist. You know, I've yeah. always taken care of my cars, you know, even when I used to just put Dawn dish soap in a bucket and take a sponge and wipe down my yeah. car, take a cotton towel to dry yeah. it off. You know what I mean? It all starts somewhere. Exactly. But then, you know, I think a little bit before I started here, my dad for Christmas had gotten me one of these old G-Technic essential kits yeah. that we used to sell. So I started playing with some, some premium detailing products for the first time. And I was like, Ooh, I like this a lot. And then I just, as I dive deeper and deeper into it, just, I don't know, man, it's just, just what I'm passionate about. And that's just what I like to do. It's just, I enjoy it. <laughs> there you go. For me, it's just relaxing. Like honestly, that's it's. Yeah. It doesn't feel like work. It exactly. It's it's two or three hours out of the day, sometimes even more, where I can just put in my headphones and I can just go to work and just yeah. do my thing. You know yep. what I mean? Uh, David Boy's saying, Levi, do you wear anti-vibration gloves when polishing cars and trucks? Yes, I do. So I have two different types that I wear. Uh, I wear the me- mechanics version that have the anti-vibration pads in them. 
they don't always have enough padding for me. Um, I've found a very inexpensive, cheap variation called Rigwarl. Rig it's a cheap Chinese name, uh, but they are gloves that have uh, padding across the top here of the palm, and then they have it down here on the bottom of the palm, and they have one pad right here. And then the backside just looks like skeleton fingers. Okay. Um, and they're, there's just a light kind of uh, polyester silk material with a skeleton hand printed on there. And nice. it's got a cuff, but the Velcro's on the top, which makes a big difference. Because the Velcro is on the top, you don't have to worry about it hitting anything on the bottom. Um, Do you just wear those for polishing? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I've never even heard about that. I so, just wear black nitrile gloves. and that's about Yeah. It. <laughs> so I wear those when I polish. Um, the other thing I like is that it's got microfiber on the thumbs. So if my nose is running, I can just nice. wipe my nose. But uh, um, usually what I do is I cut the fingers off, the tips off, so that way I can still feel feel the paint right. um, and temperature. But that's what I use because uh, now it gets to the point that my, um, my hands vibrate after I've used a polisher. Gotcha. And when I touch like this, it feels like it's springy. Okay. Like, because all the nerves are Nerves are inflamed. a little messed up. And so it's like, it's almost like a bung, 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 like easiest way to describe it. Um, and it hurts. Okay. So. I need to start taking some pre, preventative measures. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that's because you got to remember I've been doing, I've been running a machine. For 400 years since now, I right? was, Yeah, since I was 17. Okay. And so, um, and because of that, I've destroyed everything in my arms and shoulders. Um, and so, uh, that's now that's what I have to wear to keep, um, my hands feeling, uh, feeling that, um, keeping it easier. And then, uh, David asking Levi and Luke, do you wear a particular type of shoes when washing or polishing? Eh, not really. I mean, I don't really get too, too crazy. You are so young. It's not even funny. Exactly. I don't know. I just, (laughs) I just wear whatever. So, Whatever outfit I'm wearing. Uh, so for me, uh, Brooks shoes. My wife got me turned onto those. Uh, gosh, uh, 2017. Or so she got me onto Brooks and said, "You need to buy a set of Brooks. Change the way you're going to walk. Change the way your back feels." Um, and so that's what got me started was wearing Brooks. Um, before I would always just buy a cheap pair of shoes to detail in, and I would trash them. But my back would hurt step wrong, feel wrong. Shoes didn't like hold my foot. Gotcha. So going to a Brooks ghost, uh, to start off because the ghost is like the medium density. Uh, you can go harder with an adrenaline or you can go softer with a glycerin. Um, but going with a ghost, everything just fixed itself. Okay. My back didn't hurt anymore. Uh, my hips didn't hurt. My shoulders didn't hurt because I'm standing up and I'm polishing at that point, it was just my own, how am I holding my body? Right. Like, my shoes were able to keep me from, and that's why Brooks is such a big, important part of us, is because when everybody has converted to Brooks, they go, holy crap. Yeah, I you guys all better. tell me. Maybe I need to. Once we all got it, we're like, man, I, my back doesn't hurt anymore. And, and I've noticed that along with a number of detailers. And that's one of the things that Brooks has really pushed, is getting into jobs where people are standing on their feet. Um, and they got into a lot of podiatry offices as yeah, well yeah. so that podiatrists can then push those and say, like, have you tried this? Have you tried that? Um, and so, like, uh, but they make a ton of different types of shoes. So 
you can, they've got all different styles and shapes and, and different how they hold your foot and all that stuff. So um, I really like that. That's what I use. Uh, in the summer, I will tell you the most comfortable shoes to wash and clean a vehicle is, is a Croc. Crocs? Because of the fact that you can rinse them out. True. Especially if you're outside in the sun. So when I had my shop, towards the last few years of my shop, I got into Crocs. Okay. And wearing Crocs, and I started buying Crocs for all my guys out of the company. <laughs> nice. And, uh, you know, I'd always let them get, like, I'd help them with, uh, with Carhartts and Crocs. Carhartts and Crocs. And so it was funny because, like, my wife was always like, this is the ugliest shoes. <laughs> but they were perfect because I could pressure wash them out. Oh, or, and they're breathable. And they're breathable. Or I just clean them out, take them <laughs> yeah. off, stick a towel in there, drop my foot, put them back on, and I could work. I didn't have to worry about destroying a pair of shoes because they're just rubber. Right. Um, plus, they had a really good footbed, so it didn't make me feel like I was just wearing flip-flops. They had a covered toe, so I wasn't stubbing my toe or ripping a toenail. Or And they got the sport mode. <laughs> and you got sport. You, know, you put them in two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that's what So that's what I recommend is a good good pair of shoes for sure. Um, Ghost does uh, Brooks Ghosts do come in a Gore-Tex version, mm-hmm. the GTX, which is a waterproof version. Um, so Simon Birch saying, I remember getting into some of those older video- videos, and I believe uh, were called the Rag Man, Bone Man, or Trash Man. Can't recall the exact name. His name was the, the Junk trash. Man. Oh, the junk Man. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break, <laughs> and we will come right back. Uh, so uh, don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back, guys, to hour two of Q's, Thursday's Q and A. Uh, back here in the studio, uh, Mr. Lucas Blaine from Rag Company Customer Service with me. Uh, the boys are back. Like I said, they're home, uh, chilling out today, but taking a little, got to relax and get back into the. Got to take a vacation from their vacation, right? That's what it is. <laughs> um, so uh, we're back. We're trying to figure out. Let me see where I am exactly. Uh, David Boyce's question. All right. Umberto, what brand of gloves are you wearing? Uh, I don't know, Umberto. Why don't you ask us? Uh, I did look it up uh, on Amazon. You can type in Rig Warl, R-I-G-W-A-R-L, okay. and it comes up with the gloves that I wear. They're like less than 20 bucks. Um, and the key is just checking because not all of them come with the pads all over it, but those are my most comfortable ones. I like them the most, uh, cause it's a thick enough of a pad, but it's not so thick that I lose my dexterity. Um, but it's enough that I can hold onto the machine and go. Um, and then for those of you wondering, I do wear braces as well on my forearms, uh, on my elbows with a tensioner attached to my forearm. Gotcha. So that way I can have compression on, it's like a compression sleeve. But then it's got another like strap that I can wrap around my forearms. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's good stuff. That's what <laughs> I do to keep me running. Um, and then uh, uh, Simon Birch saying, "What was the towel or accessory that got you into the rag company?" That's a good question, Simon. So um, for me, it was scratching cars. 
literally. I was using the Kirkland Signature 8020 Yellow Terries, and I was working on a Acura TL. That's the dark blue, black paint. And uh, I was, I'd polish it, and then I would take that towel and I'd wipe it, and then I would look and I'd go, what? And I was rotary. I was rotary polishing, and then I'd come back and I'd wipe, and it would scratch. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, this is crazy. And I'd pull the car out into the sun, look at it and go, what the heck? And I'd pull the polisher out, polish that spot, wipe it again. And when I would do that, you're creating scratches. I would scratch it again, and I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. It was driving me nuts. And so that night, I remember I came home, <clears throat> and I started looking up microfiber towels. Like, is there a different type of towel? And I was using a brand-new microfiber, and I'd rip the tag off. and It was brand-new, hadn't been washed, like, right out of the bag. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah. And that's what I found. Premium microfiber. I found that there was autofiber at the time was called Microfiber Tech. Uh, and there was Microfiber Madness out of Germany, and then the Rag Company. And those were the three that had premium microfiber, basically. And I saw the Rag Company, all the different variations and blends and weaves and all that stuff. Same with Auto Fiber at the time, when it was called Microfiber Tech and uh, Microfiber Madness. But the prices between all three was very different. Um, and so I wrote uh, a little email to the Rag Company because I kind of liked their... Like, their site was the most clean-looking. Okay. Uh, and then I checked their Instagrams of each one. And this was back when our Instagram was, like, not even a 1,000 people, right? Maybe 970. Just starting up. Just starting up. And there was only, like, 10 photos on it. And one of the photos was downtown Boise, but it was a reflection shot of a sticker on Dane's Honda Element. <laughs> but the reflection was of one of the buildings downtown, and it's such an iconic building yeah the wells fargo triangle okay gotcha and it was that backward peak at the back i saw that and i go that's boise the heck and then i googled their name again and it came up and it showed the address to jeff and carolyn's house (laughs) oh because that's when they were still out of the garage out of the garage i'm like what the heck and then i emailed them sent an email and the next morning jeff wrote me and said we just moved out of our house we're in our new studio our new warehouse space storefront uh, we just moved in like last week. Come on the one down. off Shinden? Yeah. And he's like, come on down. And that's when I went down. And I think I spent like 250 bucks on towels uh, from the for on my company card to nice. get towels for work. But I still had that car sitting in my garage at my shop. And we went back and I used like an eagle to wipe and it I didn't scratch the car. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. <laughs> and so that was what got me started in it. What about you? For me, I don't know why. I've always been a hobbyist. I would say TRC specifically. Before I worked here, you know, my dad my dad had worked here previously before I started. And he had gotten me some of what we have, our, our B-grade towels. So he'd gotten some, you know, some some roughed up towels that weren't, you know, we didn't want to sell to customers. So he we gave me We call them our scratch and dents. Yeah. So he gave me a liquidator. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went to go clean my car. And I still wasn't using premium detailing products. But I remember going from 100% cotton bath towel to dry my yeah. car where I'm leaving lint everywhere. My black Mustang was yeah. white at the end of it. And then I used a liquidator. And I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> this changed yeah, you're the amazed actual <laughs> absorption. Yeah. And then it was one of those things where I was like, oh, it's a gimmick. And then I started using premium microfiber. And I was like, okay, it's not a gimmick. <laughs> yeah. That's the way to do it. Uh, Umberto says, something I told one of the guys at MTE, forgot whose name, was about the new sponge packaging, that hard plastic... <laughs> 
to be back with the bag can hang the sponge inside the bag while drying. Uh, the hard plastic to be back with the bag so we can hang the sponge inside the bag while drying. Okay. I don't know. Umberto, I don't know what you meant by that. So, um, and Ryan saying, uh, Simon, that was the junk man. Yeah. I think what Umberto was saying was that I told one of the guys, uh, was that hard plastic is that you can hang it now instead of the bag while drying. I guess. Oh, like at the top of it, there's a little spot. Yeah. Where you can, okay. Yeah. That makes so, sense. Uh, and then he says, I use you line, David voice. Uh, and then he shall remain nameless. Says we know Levi likes audiobooks while detailing. What does Lucas listen to uh, while you're detailing? Depends. Sometimes I'll listen to podcasts. Usually I just listen to music. Yeah, yeah. So I am a nerd when it comes to audiobooks. So I have an Audible subscription. Okay. I have straight up done all 27 Jack Reacher novels in the last year and a half, <laughs> last two years. Um. Currently, what do you want now? So I had to create something new. I had to start listening to something new. So I'm starting a Warhammer, 40K, right? So starting those audiobooks and starting uh, Knights of the Old Republic. How's that? Star Wars stuff. So of the Legends series. So both I've started are really good. So um, that's what I'm into right now. Nice. So, but I love, it's for some reason I just, I like the audiobook just keeps me rolling. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Han says, uh, Levi, you would love the new Rupes machine. I bet that machine won't hurt your hands. See, this is the thing that bothers me. Hans is you didn't I, get to try it. Did I you? haven't tried it yet. <laughs> I didn't try it at SEMA and they were right next to us. I never got a chance to try it. And then when I was at mobile tech, I was too busy in the booth. I never got a chance to walk over to the Rupes booth and try the new machine. Such a I shame. even gave Todd <laughs> my charger, this one, so he could charge his insulin pump. But I never got a chance to walk over to there. He came over to my booth, asked for a charger, but I never walked <laughs> over to his booth to even play with the new machine. That's so, a shame. Just saying. You missed out. I know. So uh, Simon Birch saying, oh, yeah, thanks, Ryan. Uh, and then he says, I remember when I started polishing <clears throat> with that horrible Chemical Guys Torque 10FX, and I had to get anti-vibration gloves. My hands were shaking like Levi, and after getting my LHR-15, oh, my God, I keep forgetting <laughs> Uh, gloves because it's so good and so smooth. LHR 15 is a great machine. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and I will tell you this, like going from the old school rotaries to moving to my Rupes, yes, my vibration is less, but my hands are so far gone and the rest of my joints and elbows and nerves that it, like even my Rupes yeah. causes me that, that sensation. Yeah. My wife's come out and I'll just be doing this she's like what are you doing and i'm like my hands are bouncy it's just a weird everything you touch just yeah it's a weird feeling it just feels like it they're like i it's like thousands of nerves yeah are just ignited so david boy says uh levi i'm a podiatrist well there you go david appreciate it thank you and then alex says i never thought of buying crocs for the design but i might have to now the things you do for detailing (laughs) dude i'll tell you like, part of me still wants to get another set of Crocs solely for my weekend detailing in the summer. Should. <clears throat> because it's so simple and so easy. Plus, they make all those super cool additions to them. You can put smokestacks on them. You need to get you can a put, TRC one. You could put spoilers on them. Yeah, I could buy some custom ones. But we have custom ones. We had Crocs here. Oh, did we? We all got Crocs for the mat <laughs> to do details on. 
But Anthony ended up wearing it. Anthony wears his, like he took his home, wears them around his house. He's like, these are the best shoes. Seabass uh, took mine and wears them now. Like he That's just funny. has them. Like those are his daily Crocs. He got the off-road version. He snagged them from you. Yeah. So it is what it is. But you know, they're great for, they're really good for that because they are so comfortable if you're looking to just do stuff. But they don't get, the biggest thing is if you get fabric. And you get chemicals and you get iron removers and you get all that yeah. stuff on your shoes, they start to stink. Yeah. Or you get your shoes wet. And that's and then you're that's you're no wet all day. And then you have wet socks and then yeah. you're wet. So having like so when I'm at my house, I work in flip flops mostly. Even in the winter because my garage is heated. Yeah. I'll just put flip flops on and I'll go out and work. Um and the flip flops I wear are Ophios, which are really ergonomic and Gotcha. And have a really high, nice footbed, and so they they um, they're not just a flip flop on the ground. They have a lot of cushion and all that stuff. But um, th- it, those almost feel too nice of a <laughs> flip flop to be detailing in. So um, yeah, part of me is like, I just need to break. I need to order some Crocs. Get those in there. Uh, and then uh, he who shall remain Davis is this is the most on the rails podcast in a while where is g davis when we need him <laughs> we are staying on track and yes, we, are we are answering questions so uh darren the hairy housewife pop it in saying big love you guys everyone in the comments i'll catch up tomorrow hectic time at the moment no problem brother appreciate it can't wait to see you here uh and then um uh hans also saying he would not buy those uh getting buy some what? crocs he says he will not buy crocs he will not buy crocs he will not buy crocs. come on hans Hans, if I sign them, would you buy them? <laughs> and then uh, Simon Birch saying, yeah, I'm sorry, but Crocs, no go. I'm serious, They're a dude. bunch of like, haters. You guys don't know what you're missing. <laughs> they are uglier than sin, but holy crap. Uh, David Broyce says, yes, Humberto in Michigan. I'm retiring in May, three months, 30 years, I'm done. There you go. Nice. Congrats. And then uh, Simon Birch says, in uh, my country... Uh, it's a way of saying you've given up when you wear them. <laughs> yeah. So that's how it is here. And that's how a lot of people used to be, especially when Crocs first came out. But for some reason, I don't know if it's your generation. I've never owned a pair. started to change. And I don't know what it is, but like, yes, I, so I wouldn't come to work wearing Crocs. Right. Right. Like that's my, like I wouldn't come here wearing Crocs, but at my shop, we're in a, purpose-built outfit or uniform that yeah. we're wearing when we were working and so my guys would wear black t-shirts that had the had the hawks detail logo they had a hat they'd wear either shorts like black shorts or black pants okay and then they would wear crocs and especially if they were wearing shorts they would wear crocs in the winter we would find waterproof boots to wear because we'd have to go outside in the snow and back and forth and so i found a pair of boots that would stay completely dry you could literally hit them with a the pressure washer. They'd stay completely dry. Nice. Um, and it wouldn't permeate the sur- the shell. And I tell all my guys, get these boots. Here's what you need. And if you want some help, I'll, buy, I'll pay for half of it through the company. Um, because I wanted them to be comfortable right. while they're working. And that was something I started doing that I noticed a lot of companies do now, where they'll buy things for their employees and go, hey, I got... Because of the fact that the job is so... You don't realize these little things and little changes make the job that much easier to do and safer and, and better. So, um, but that's what we do in the winter is wear the boots. And so all of us had the same style boots. Nice. Mostly because it kept our feet dry. Um, and then same thing, Crocs, you come in the winter or the summer, 
My guys are wearing Crocs, and it was like wearing flip-flops. Probably but, feels good, too. But OSHA has regulations. So you have to have closed toes. You have to have... Do Crocs so, count as closed toes? Yes. Oh, nice. They, don't have, they have a closed toe. Makes so, sense. Um, there's a lot of things. But yes, you're right. It's, they're, not, they're not... You're not going to win any beauty pageants with them. <coughs> um, and then uh, uh, Umberto saying hello... To Josh, I don't see a Josh in there, but um, Mary saying hi, nice guy. Really enjoyed talking to him at MTE. Oh, Josh, maybe that's oh, oh Brodel, probably Brodel. Gotcha. You're saying. Um, then Umberto says yes, Mary. I told him about the new sponge packaging. Uh, Alex G saying Hans. Uh, Eve Shower Mayne says I wanted to buy some Crocs. I went into the Croc store, came out empty-handed. I just couldn't do it. I know it's it. It's hard. I will say the ones that I have that I that um, that uh, Seabass stole really like. I think the only way I could get Crocs is if I got the Lightning McQueen ones. You know. What yeah, I mean? those are pretty dope. Those are pretty. Yeah, pretty. Dope. I would get those too. Um, and then uh, Umberto says the sponge packaging looked like the Costco ones and aren't resealable. Ah, uh, no, it is the so the sponge uh, package is fully resealable. That's the great thing about it. It's a blister pack. So just like our ultra clay towel, same type of packaging. You can just clasp it. It's oh, is he talking about the, the yeah. packaging for the yeah. U- UBS? The UBS is not, it's just a bag. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the, but the USS has the clamshell. If someone out there is listening and wants to bring in a USS, just so we can show everybody, uh, it's on Nate's table. Bring it in. Somebody could bring it in. Um, and then uh, Mary says you should make a microfiber sock for the Crocs. It's all right. Uh, I think your feet would be saying, burning. Oh, it would be, be hot. <laughs> yeah. It would uh, be good. Like, yeah. Ski. There like you go. Ski snowboard mm-hmm. socks. There you go. Ooh, there we go. Chad Sensen says, uh, yuck, yeah. Always had a guy cutting off edge on the Kirkland towels. Drove me nuts, too. Yeah. Oh, we met. Did we get Alex's here of uh, Lucas? Levi and Lucas, what are you driving? What's your dream car? We missed that one. Missed it. So I currently drive a 2009 Mazda Speed 3. Love it. It's a fun little car. Um, my dream car, it's kind of hard to say. I got a couple, you know, I would say an Audi RS6 Avant would be one of them. I'm a big, big hot hatch kind of guy. All-wheel drive would be fun. Ford Focus RS. I would absolutely love to own a Ford Focus RS. That would be fun for me. But... You know, I started with the Mustang. I used to have a New Edge uh, 99 Mustang GT, so I've always wanted to get back into it. So if I could Shelby one day, that'd be killer yeah. as well. Oh, all right, here special we go. Special delivery. There you guys get to see the blister pack for the yeah. USS. So uh, in case you guys were wondering, this is literally, it is easy to open. Okay. So you guys can see, there it is. Seal it back up. Done. Boom. It's that simple. You just pop it open, pop it back, and then on the back it's got a vent right here. So that way it can dry out. Super simple, super easy, and same kind of thing, you guys. You can literally just put it back in the box and then hang it back up or put it in your on your table or whatever you got going on, your workbench, whatever you want to do. Seals up perfectly. There you have it, the USS. It's our new little, little. Uh, it's like a little destroyer. Just sits in your bucket of rinse, this little boat. So little that's battleship. it. Little battleship. But yeah. Um, so dream car, you're, t- you're thinking uh, A6 Avant, 
uh, RS6 Avant or uh, RS6 Avant, sorry. Shelby GT350. Okay. I like the 350s more than the 500s because I'm a big manual guy. I'm okay. one of those guys. Right. Sorry about it. But yeah, Focus RS, RS6 Avant, Shelby, any of those I'd be totally happy with. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Uh, so I'm jaded. I have driven so many cars in my life that I don't. It's, it's so. Here's the thing: I don't have dream cars. Gotcha. Right. So um, I've owned a lot of cars too. Uh, when my wife and I first got together, I had a '68 Coupe de Ville. I had a '63 Lincoln Continental with suicide doors. Um, I've uh, had my '76 Oldsmobile. Color Supreme on my arm. I've I've had a lot of stuff. Um, my ultimate goal right now, right now, is I have my Suburban, mm-hmm. my little Elantra, and my wife's car. I would love to get rid of my wife's car, the Fusion. Who would you buy. replace it with? So one thing we've talked about is I've got a couple different ideas. I would love to replace it with a Lexus GS three hundred and fifty. Okay. Um, 2015, 2016 model. Uh, I love those cars. I think they're gorgeous. Um, the other thing is, uh, I think my wife would also really like that car. Um, the other thing is I would love to replace that with a Bronco. New or old? Newer one. It doesn't okay. really matter. Old would be fine, but, uh, but I need, that's our reliable car. That's yeah. our road trip car. So it has to be able to do stuff. <coughs> um, I would love to get that. Realistically, I think I could only afford a Bronco Sport. <laughs> so um, even though I'd love to have a Bronco. Uh, but for me, dream car, this is going to sound crazy. I would love to have just a little early 90s S10 short box. Okay. Just. I can get behind it. Ratty and beat up. I just love S10s and Sonomas. They're like. I just love, and, and I like the first gen to the, and the second gen. Totally okay. Either one. I've had a, had a Sonoma. Nate, when he had his little red S10, we went out and I picked up a GMC Sonoma. Nice. Uh, it was great. It was a good little truck, but I sold it. And I wish I wouldn't have sold it. It's got a special place in your heart. It's one of those where I like, I want to buy another one, but then I look and I go, oh, maybe I want a square body one. Get one of those. And then on top of that, square body Chevys, doesn't matter. Dually. Four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, short box, long bed, crew cab, doesn't matter. Any square body I love, period. Square body Chevys are my thing, and that's because that's what I grew up on. My dad had three of them when I was growing up, so it's just the truck I knew. My dad collects Chevy trucks. Still? He's got one of every body style from 26 to 67. Nice. Um, He doesn't have a square body. But, so... My dream cars aren't really dream cars or dream trucks. <laughs> and then I have a new one that's creeped into my brain. Or its way. Shorty vans. Okay. 73, 87 Chevy vans, but, but a short stub on the back. They're not an extended van. They're just a stubby van. Okay. Lower one of those. Make it crazy inside. <laughs> crazy interior. Stuff like that. So that's kind of like, that's where I'm at. And I don't care about paint. Like, I want them beat up and ru- rusty. And but you're also the master of shine, so you could just fix up. it up. You know yeah, what I mean? that, but that's, like, I don't, I, that's, like, if I get one, they're going to, they're, people are going to be scared when they see <laughs> it. They're going to be like, what is wrong with you? But um, that's just me. So 
So I'd, um, get, I'd get an old little K truck too. Yeah. Okay. That I could see that. Honda K truck. I could see you with a K truck. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty good. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at for dream cars, right? So. <coughs> All right. So good question, Alex. Uh, Simon Birch saying you have to be a madman to buy and wear Crocs without it being a joke. <laughs> uh, Boss Window Tint saying. When will the USS Sponge debut? Uh, here within the next couple of weeks. So just stay tuned. Easiest way to find out is to sign up for the newsletter. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to the ragcompany.com, sign up for the newsletter. If you're not signed up already, please do uh, get that down. And if you're a first-time person that's signing up, you get a 15% off sign-up code for your that's first order. That's true for the whole order, exactly. which is even better. And then uh, Luke, uh, David Boyce saying, Levi and Lucas, what kind of stepladder or bench are you using? Is it the foldable collapsible one? This is for the roofs of trucks and SUVs. I don't have like a dedicated like step ladder or anything. I don't have anything like crazy nice. I just have like essentially a platform. Pretty much. Like it's not even like a real platform bench. It's it's kind of like a real sturdy box. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of what I use. Um, so I use a gorilla okay. and you can pick them up at Home Depot and man, they used to only be like 30 bucks. They're great. Um, and it's, uh, it, it, that's what I use. You, you get it at Home Depot. You can get different sizes. The other one that I really, really like is our new Yellow Tools stepladder. Yes. Because it's flat pack. You can get it in two different heights, I believe. I don't know if we have... There's a two-step and a three-step. Yeah, the three-step I really like because you can open the door of a car, slide it in, so mm-hmm. you can step on it and get in, get to the roof. You can it. actually even reach the other side of the roof in yeah, most cases. Yeah, on a sedan. <laughs> um, and it's rubber, so it around the edge so when you push it up against the car it doesn't scratch or damage it that's another really good one and here's the crazy thing you can buy two of those and they make a platform okay i never thought about at that at yellowtools.com that mounts nice and interlocks where the handholds are okay. it's got a piece cut out that slides in there i didn't even and know that's that. how it attaches and then it's got like another piece that like twists to like lock it it's pretty rad that's nice i didn't even know about a, that yeah it's very beautiful um, when you get one in the studio we have the three step we don't have the other third don't got step the and the the mount but i've seen it it's wicked it's beautiful i would love to have that um i think they brought it for trcma last year okay. it was pretty sweet but they took it back with them so <laughs> um but yeah i love that uh and then kirby thompson says levi did you hear of any new tire dressing products while at mte i did not kirby <clears throat> did you? And Umberto, sorry, was driving. The sponge is better on the bag instead of using hard plastic because you could put the sponge back in the bag and hang it on the hook instead of that using that weird Costco-like hard plastic. You've got a point, Umberto, uh, but, but this just looks 90% so much nicer. of the time, people tear open that bag to pull the sponge out. They're not cutting it cleanly. They're not no, reusing the hang tag. And so because it's not a true uh plastic the other thing you got to understand is we are importing these around the world yeah where a number of countries do not like having there's a tax on not making it a single-use plastic so having this as a non-single-use meaning you can use it many many times the packaging being sustainable is part of the process it's more compliant for shipping it's more compliant for shipping because uh, countries are getting that and going, oh, now I can actually keep and store the product in its original packaging Exactly, is a huge, huge thing because it's not just a piece of plastic bag that's going in a landfill. Yeah. So uh, for our friends overseas, this is a big deal, having yeah. it in a package. 
Um, and there's so. plenty of ventilation. So yep. I mean, if you can't see, you got slits here. It's, yep. it's breathable. You're good. <laughs> so, uh, And then uh, Kirby Thompson says, David, I carry a three-step gorilla ladder, five foot, and foldable bench all bought from Home Depot. Uh, and then uh, Han says, well, if you sign them, then they're going to be collector's editions. <laughs> they're going on the shelf. And then uh, Jacob Lamb saying, coming in late, not sure if this was asked, but what's the difference between the new reset clay scrubber and the ultra clay scrubber? Nothing. The color. The color. <laughs> Honestly, it's it. No, we manufacture the reset clay scrubber for uh, PNS. Yeah. Same thing as their reset towel. It's our, clay, it's our clay towel. It's our clay scrubber, just in a different color. So... Uh, Simon Birch says a signed Levi edition croc is a collector's item, but even if you paid me, I wouldn't wear them. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Simon. I appreciate it. Uh, socks or no socks with the crocs? No socks. Dude. That's crazy. You don't, you don't wear those. <laughs> you don't wear them with socks. You run them, you, you run them raw. You just go in there. Uh, and then, uh, he shall remain. Navis says I wear gloves to protect our hands from the chemicals, but crocs and flip flops easy to allow those chemicals right to our feet with no protection. Right, but if you pour it on your shoe, <laughs> it goes through your shoe into your sock, and then you get to walk and around. And then you can just pressure wash your feet, and then you're good. But then you get, you're still walking around in wet socks and shoes. True. With a croc or a flip-flops, you can rinse your feet off very quickly if you spill and dry them off. That's, that, that's the beauty of it. When I had tennis shoes that would get soaked in, like, iron remover. Then they're just nasty. <clears throat> then they're just nasty. Yeah. In a leaky bottle. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, it pours down and just hits the top of your foot. And now you just have iron remover or, or an all-purpose cleaner or something yeah. soaking through your shoe into your sock. Now you got to take all that off. And if you're not at home and you're at work at your shop, you got more socks <laughs> yeah. hanging around. Like, so for us, it was the fact that ease of like, ooh, if we have a spill or we have something, we instantly have the ability to spray them off with our pressure washer, rinse them off. You can go into the into our waiting area or whatever, grab a couple towels off the shelf, dry your feet off, dry your shoes off. That makes sense. And be good to go. They're chemical resistant. That was a big deal. Uh, Kirby Thompson says, I have a pair of Crocs for emergency use in my truck at all times. If flooded and wet, I drag them out. There you go, Kirby. And then uh, Simon Birch says, ah, yes, Eagle 500 socks. Uh, Joey Belinsky popping in saying, my friends, I had to drop in and say Hi. Busy, busy day. I'll have to catch up later. No problem, Joey. Thanks for, for tuning in. Thanks for tuning. Uh, David Boyce saying thank you, Kirby. Uh, Hans says, uh, USS, the Dirt Destroyer. There you go, Hans. I like that. Uh, Simon Birch says, I can't wait to get a hold of the USS. And then G. Davis, the great, the elusive G. Davis, <laughs> popping in saying, Dane used his brief experience at podiatry school to convince Alex Dewar to let him take seductive Polaroids on his toes. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is why G. Davis comes in and hangs out in the chat because of the, these uh, sweet pearls. And then Franco with a, with a squirrel zam. And then uh, he shall remain nameless. Says, 80 square body trucks bring all the money. Sadly, I sent two to scrap last year. They rotted apart in a field. I had kept them in. Uh, I have another to part out. My dream is to have a 70s three-quarter top K5 blazer. Yeah, 72... 73 or late 60s uh early early like 73 74 the last years they made the three-quarter top oh, okay. to pull gotcha. off. after that they did a half top so simon uh what if protective layer inside eagle socks protect from chemicals just it's even worse no soak 
Get some no-soak socks. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. And then uh, yeah, they're all product saver socks. Yep. Simon Birch says, I'd wear those. The perfect PPE. Franco says, I was on And then Simon says, yeah, I don't think that no-soak function would be perfect for any. Mm. Yeah, probably make you really very sweaty. Might make for a good diaper, though. I don't know. True. Um, but yeah, so uh, that was the USS guy. So you could see that um, and the packaging. And again, we're going through with all that. So the new brush is going to have that same type of packaging. So mm-hmm. it'll have a box. You can put it back in if you want, or you can just leave it out. Uh, and same thing. It's got a little, I think it's got a little tiny drain hole mm-hmm. or ventilation on it. So same thing. You put that in the box, store it if you'd like uh, to keep it, keep it looking its best. Uh, but yeah, so there's a ton of different things um, that we can do. With those things coming up. Uh, Simon Birch with the uh, FTW undies in red. I'm sold. And then Franco. Hey, guys, what's the longevity of that PNS Defender West Texas weather? So, Franco, six months to a year, depending on how it's cared for. I mean, realistically, it's the, it's the where's that car being parked? What's the yeah. weather like? How many times is it being driven? How's it being washed? How's it being yeah. maintained? How exactly. often? So a lot of factors that come into into play. Like my dad, uh, his 34 Chevy, the mm-hmm. blue one, you've seen it. Yeah. Uh, that one sits in a garage. It's like all day long. And it's a climate control garage. Mm-hmm. And uh, it never, he drives it maybe six times a year. <laughs> Tops. Yeah. So he can probably go for a full year. <clears throat> so I can put totally Defender fine. on it and not, it's never going to. Yeah, be affected. So it'll last well over a year. But your little red car driving it every day? It'd probably last on <coughs> six months. Yeah. If maybe even less. But could the be. beauty is you could put it on every time you wash your car. Exactly. You yeah. can use it as a drying aid too. It'll yeah. work just fine. So because of that, if you're using it every wash, it's pretty much done. Yeah. Like you could just, it's infinite at that point. And a lot of people seem to forget that. they That, that kind of came up with Beadmaker and products like that where they're like, oh, man, I don't like Beadmaker because it only lasts three to six months. It's like, well, you don't have to use it every three to six months. You can, you can put it on in between two. Literally, if you're doing it on, if you're putting it on the car once a month or once every or twice a month. It's totally fine. At that point, it's infinite. Yeah. It's really going to, it's the timeline starts when you stop using it. Yeah. At that point. So uh, a lot of people don't, they, they waste too much time going, well, it's, it says it only lasts this long. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, but are you the one installing it? So for me, for my customers, when I do their cars, I'll do Uno Advanced on the outside, Mm -hmm. which is a one-year coating or ceramic uh, sealant on there. It's very, very strong. Yeah. Then I wait, and I'll top it with Defender, and it's awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. I've gotten cars back a year later and I go to wash them and they've been run through the car wash and they're still totally fine and they're still totally fine. Yeah. So, uh, there's a ton of stuff like that where it's like, Oh man, that worked great. Um, but the, uh, but that's because I've picked two products that work together should last very long. Yeah. On my own personal stuff, I'll do stuff just, I'll just try stuff. Yeah. I'll just use it and see how it goes. Um, so, like, my wife's car, put some product on there, haven't washed it in two months, went to wash it, car was pretty flat. Cleaned it a second time, car was still pretty flat. So, I was like, all right, I think I've reached the limit on that product. So, you just got to top it up you again. Know? So, I'll 
put something else on it. So there's a lot of, uh, it all just really depends. Randall Gerlander. Hey guys, quick question. Is KCX Magic Wheel Cleaner okay to use every time I do a weekly wash because it has fall remover in it? Or should that be a once a month thing and use Breakbuster Weekly? Thanks. If you want my opinion, I would say it's if you're doing it every week, it's not totally necessary. I mean, it also, I mean, it kind of depends on the car you have too. Like, you know, if How you have bad some, is it? Yeah. Like Breakers. if you have some gnarly Dodge SRT brakes that, you know, put out brake dust like no other, yeah, you can use it every week and be fine. But I would say, honestly, once a month, do Brake Buster in between. Yeah. It'll be fine. You could even just do rinse list and get away with it. And then uh, Franco saying, how long does it last uh, when it's applied? Kind of talked about that already. Uh, Simon Birch says, have an amazing weekend, folks, and TRC crew. I better get some sleep. Have Good a night. great weekend, Good Simon. Night. Simon, thank you for hanging out. Uh, Kirby Thompson says, the trend I see is the trucks running those oversized tires that stick out past the body. What is this style called? I think it's a disaster for paint on side panels. Kirby, this is a Texas truck style thing, <laughs> and it's been going on since the late 80s, early 90s. Back in the day, though, it wasn't these huge wheels. It was uh, 15 by 10s, mm-hmm. 15 by 11, 15 by 12s, and they put these steamroller tires on. And so they would already stick out. So they weren't very tall, yeah. but they would stick out. And so when I was a kid and I go down to Dallas... And we go down to Texas and hang out for a summer mm-hmm. or a week or two. <clears throat> I would see these trucks on the road, and they'd be a short box F-150 or a short box Chevy, and they would be lowered with these, what they look like toilet paper tubes. That's what they look like, sticking out. And that's what they would run. And that style never went away. Yeah. It's just morphed into the stretched, oversized, wide tires so they're running a 20, 22, 24-inch wheel on a very thin tire, but very wide, yeah. that stick out six inches past the fender flare. Fender and then you well. put on some three-inch spacers on all the wheel hubs. And yeah, that. but you're right. You think about that and how much stuff picks <laughs> yeah. up on the side of those vehicles. It's crazy. I don't even know. Um, yeah, mud it flaps is a disaster. It is a disaster. Uh, and then Franco outside carport. Nice. Thanks, guys. I needed that info for customers. You're welcome, man. Hmm. Yeah, I think this is a good one to end it on. G. Davis. I highly recommend Masters of Air on Apple TV. Also watch the Salem's Lot TV movie from 1979 this week. Scared me silly as an 11-year-old back in the day. Uh, G., you're right. Masters of Air on Apple TV. I've been watching it. Uh, there's four episodes out right now. Fifth one comes out tomorrow. I really do love that show. It's amazing. It's a really good show. Uh fascinated to see what these guys were doing in these B-17 bombers during the war. Um, just unbelievable. They would, those things would fly like that. So, um, and then Salem's Lot TV movie from 79 this week. Salem's Lot's one of my favorite books, my favorite Stephen King books of all time. Scariest Not. Have you ever heard of it, seen it? I haven't. Your dad's a big horror fan. He is a big horror fan. He's a big uh, Stephen King guy. He, he will tell you that too. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Franco, uh, Kirby, yeah, man, that's straight Texas. We call them roller skates in my neck of the woods. That set comes up with free cowboy hat, taco folded. <laughs> yeah, so that is a Texas style, I'll tell you what. So, And then uh, Mary saying, Levi, I want to thank you so much for the wonderful information, MT. I learned so much. I'm regularly reading over it all. Thank you. We appreciate yeah. that. Um, and yeah, so, and then Kirby with a Franco lull. Uh, as always, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of this. And uh I uh, appreciate you guys 
hanging out with us and spending some time with us. We appreciate it. It means a lot. And uh, Lucas, thank you for coming over from uh, customer service. Anything you'd like to say to the folks? Um, Make sure to sign up for the newsletter. Don't miss out on anything that we bring out coming up soon. We got a lot of products coming out. We got quite a few products. It's a big year for TRC, shall we say. Um, TRC was in a few months. That's something to look forward to. Um, If you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out to support at theradcompany.com or even give us a phone call and me and Aaron will get you guys sorted out. There you go. Thanks guys for tuning in. We will see you here Tuesday for the podcast. Have a great weekend and uh, we'll catch you guys later. See ya.